Have you ever had to give yourself a pep talk just to walk into a car dealership? Or have you ever thought to yourself, I can't trust car salesmen. They don't have my best interest at heart. I'm here to debunk the myths and break the stigma. Welcome to Carman Conversations, the podcast. Hi and welcome back. I'm Luke Camilleri and this is Carman Conversations and today we're going to be talking about myth busting of buying a new car or the misconceptions of buying a new car and I'm joined by Lauren who's going to hit me with the top six questions around the misconceptions of buying a new car. Welcome Lauren. Hello, thanks for having me. First one, Luke, am I getting ripped off if I buy a new car? Often a question asked and no, yeah potentially. Um, if, If it's been bought the wrong way I guess very, very important that you're dealing through someone that you can trust, often a referral. Uh, word of mouth reputation is the key. But uh, again, you need to find the right car. Uh, it needs to be the right one for you and not a case of just ringing around on the phone to get a price because you don't know. Do some research, spend some time with the salesperson and it's really about the relationship because it might be a car now, but it might be another one in six or 12 or 18 months time. So uh, potentially, but I would like to think and I can guarantee that... Um, the way of buying a new car today is different to what once was and, and it should be a case of building a relationship and really finding out what car suits you best, what the motives of the purchase are and what's going to suit your lifestyle and guarantee that you'll feel very comfortable in the experience. Am I silly for buying a brand new car because I lose too much as I drive out the door? This one's a good one. This one's a good one. No. You're going to lose money, I guess. It's a common thing. There's stamp duty and there's registration that's been paid on cars and so on, and which is the same in used cars. So, yeah, the, the car isn't an asset. It's not as if you're going to buy a car and the car's going to go up in value in three years' time or in two years' time. So a car will depreciate. Um, but, again, it's about making sure that you've got the right deal and a plan in place up here of am I going to be changing over in two years, 18 months or three years, and, again, have a really good relationship with the dealer to know what your plan is to make sure that we've structured the loan or structured the deal to best suit you. Am I going to be saving money in buying a demo over a new car? Well, this one's probably the most common ask, Lauren, and no, the demo is probably the the biggest misconception. A demonstrator generally is a car that will be uh, simply a demonstrator. Um, So people will get confused and think, okay, well, can I buy a demo because that's what they've heard everyone else say and you'll save thousands and thousands. Not true. So a demo generally would be part of your stock and we'll have one of each model and and in the different variants. Um, Those cars will have very minimal kilometres on them because uh, they're used for test drive purposes only. Uh, and a car, as generally as a demo, would have demo assistance or right back on that car over a period of time, might be six months or 12 months. Mm. Now, that saving that might be over that period of time is a little bit, not a huge amount. So by the time you've actually worked the price back on that car, re-added stamp duty because it is a second-hand car, you're very close to the new car transaction as it is. Car may be 12 months old. It may have had a year of its warranty already gone. Um, it may not be the colour you want. Really, as opposed to a new car, the colour you want, starting a five-year warranty, registered the first time in your name, I know which way I'd rather go. The other side is that you may be saving a lot of money on a demo, that that demo might be an, an older car that's been around for a long, long time. Don't get caught up in seeing a car that might be a demo that's done six or 7,000 Ks. That's not a demo. That's a used car. A used car. And if I was looking in a yard and I've seen a car that's done 7,000 Ks, that is not a demonstrator. That's a car that's been driven. Uh, and a lot of people still today are only doing six and 7,000 Ks in 12 months. So um, don't get caught 
what's a used car and what's a demonstrator car, but a demo should be something very, very small in kilometres. Um, but yeah, it, it, you, you're not going to save seven or eight or $9,000 as people think. What about the people who think their trade-in value is actually worth more because they've seen it online? So the trade-in value, and this is a really a topical one, and um, it'll really depend on the market, but a lot of the people, and you know, after being in the industry for 27 years and this being my passion, a lot of people will say, oh, no, no, I've seen that my car's worth, I can get 15 grand for my car. And, you know, the question will be, oh, what, what, whereabouts have, you know, you've you got your $15,000. Well, I've seen online or I've seen in Red Book or Glasses Guide. These are indicative prices for what people's car might be worth as a replacement value. It may be an insurance cost. It may be as a, a trade value as a equalisation from what they've seen on, on other cars. This isn't real money. And this isn't a yard where you can turn up and they're going to give you the money for the car. So that, a lot of the time, the other part they see is that their car that they, they're trading, they might have seen similar ones to it for $19,990 in the yard. Now, they see them at $19,990 in the yard. That doesn't mean their car's worth twenty grand. you have got to keep in mind in that $19,990, the stamp duty that the car would attract. There's roadworthy costs that the car would need, potentially may have needed tyres. There's rego that the car may have needed, so you may need to pay for rego. Uh, there's also a load fee of, of, of holding the car and rents pay back to the yards. Uh, there's detailing costs that'll come to it. There's commission costs from the salespeople needing to sell. So a 19990 car may mean that that car may be valued at $15,000 and that's paying for the on costs until it gets to that. The other part of that is that the car might be advertised at 19990. That doesn't mean that's what the next person's going to pay for that car. So this is a lot of people might see that and I would recommend if you're doing your research for what your car's online, don't look at the retail value and think that's what you'll get for your trade-in because you won't. What if I said to you, I'll just shop around until I get the best price? Yeah, it's and, and people are more than welcome to go and shop around. And um, But again, my biggest thing, and I think that dealerships are built on, um, or, or car buying is built on reputation. And reputation comes from relationship. And relationship comes from spending the time to find out what you need. Now, I can pick up the phone and I can ring around any dealership. Um, and, you know, I want this price and I've had this price and can I beat it? But... You can drive 45 minutes an hour to that dealership and you got, might get that price beaten by $50, but what about the relationship? Are you going to like the person? Do they have the car in stock? Are they going to offer you the after sale service? Is their phone going to be available to keep answering those questions? Are you going to have a relationship with them? So to me, I would rather invest that time rather than ringing around for an hour on the phone, spending an hour with the dealer, having a good conversation and saying to them, I want to build a relationship here because I want to buy more cars. That's where you'll get your best deal. And the trust will come in there from both parties, which will be fair and reasonable. Is going through a broker cheaper? Again, it comes down to relationship. So a broker simply works on the way of they will have relationships with seven or eight different dealers. Um, you can ring in and say, I want to buy this car. And they will just ring around and around and around and around until they say to you, yes, Lauren, I can buy this car at this price for you. But you might need to drive to Nambour or you might need to drive to Toowoomba or you might need to drive to Ipswich to go and pick this car. Now, again, you don't know who you're dealing with. After sale service, conversation with that person, relationship, unless you've got a relationship with that broker and you can trust them uh, and that the car's coming from the same place, you've got to think of, of longevity. And to me, uh, you might be buying a car, you want a plan. So your plan might be, I want to buy a car every 18 months or I want to turn over my car every two and a half years. Uh, the other part of that is, are they going to have the information from a finance point of view with guaranteed future value? Are they going to be able to update you about what updates are available in the car? This is a run-out model. The new one is coming with the latest addition in, in, in technology. 
they're unaware of this that we live and breathe this so brokerages yes they'll try and shop and get your best price what comes with it i can't guarantee i'm sure there's plenty more um that are out there that we haven't covered in our top six and if you do have these i'd be happy to discuss them and, and go through them and they might be anything that you're unsure of they might not be actual misconceptions they might be just general questions that you're unsure of best thing there head to my instagram ldc underscore one uh, send me a DM directly and I'm happy to go through it with you and, and we'll talk about these things because to me the most important is about relationship. Relationship and communication to get the right deal for you and I can give you the advice. From calming conversations, one thing I've learned is what I'm trying to promote here is that I want you to be looked after and I want you to have that peace of mind when you're buying that car that it's a really happy experience for you and that you want to recommend me and want to refer people back to me and be really happy that you've got a car man that you can trust and rely on. That's all for this episode of Car Man Conversations. Thanks for listening. If you're keen to learn more about what I talked about today, if you have any questions, head over to Instagram, LDC underscore one, or follow us along over at Grand Prix Master at Aspley. If you're enjoying the show, please subscribe to us on your favourite podcast provider by searching Car Man Conversations. And please, if you love what you're hearing, don't forget to leave us a great review.